Welcome to the Sold Too Early Sports Card Podcast, giving you up to 75% of hobby love 100% of the time. That's Kai. I'm Shotgun Willie's marketing team. And welcome to episode 23 of the Sold Too Early Podcast. Kai, how the hell are you doing, man? Doing good. Free agency has been really, really fun for me so far as a Falcons fan. Um, you guys have had some interesting things today, at least. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's been really exciting. Dude, this is like... It's so amazing that all these deals get organized so quickly and there's no tampering and all that exciting things. No um, tampering. But, yeah, yeah, no tampering, allegedly. Uh, but it is nice to see uh, the NFL, like the, the cycle of this is going on. I know the free agency for, for the NFL is not the same as the NBA or even MLB. Like, you know, the, the crazy thing about football is that unless you're a quarterback or you're a team that moves up for a quarterback like the Panthers did, a lot of these moves are not really like the difference between like a championship or not. It's really more of the draft, which is coming up in like what six weeks, give or take. Yeah, so, like that. But it's yeah. pretty crazy. It is. Uh, how was your Dallas show? So I, I'm happy you brought that up. What a good segue into my uh, thoughts of the week. <sighs> Dallas was great. Like I really had such a nice time. Uh, it was great to be set up as a vendor once again. I do have some card thoughts listed out here, as well as also touching on Nashville and Philly. Obviously, uh, I did not attend every single show, and neither did you. But I reached out to other collectors who had their thoughts. First off, for Dallas, um, I really feel like they're starting to hit their groove in terms of organization. I think they're getting a lot better at how, how this is organized. Some things need to be improved, like for dealers. They just don't. They have a little trouble signing people in, which is completely normal. I understand that. But once you get through that like initial like process, everything runs smoothly. So, you know, just tightening up that one aspect as a vendor, dealer, whatever, uh, will go a long way. They always have decent security of that show. I really appreciate that. You know, I, I keep on talking about this. I do think like you need a strong security presence to feel like safe at at these shows because you have so much volume of cash cards whatever wax and it's it's kind of scary um i did walk around the show slightly it was kind of overpriced a lot of the vendors it is what it is but i i could definitely see some vendors having a very bad show because you were three or four x over comps or you're just difficult to work with or both you know it is what i understand like that's how it has to be sometimes but i wouldn't be shocked if you had a bad show as a result um, I did incredibly well on Friday, which is super funny. And I did good on Saturday. I, w- I wouldn't say I like, crushed it on Saturday as opposed to Friday. Um, but I would give the show like a B plus, A minus, which is basically my grade consistently for this show. Um, that, that's what this show is. It's a great show that has the potential to be like legendary. Oh, it's a movie, bro. Oh, you did this. No, I mean. Like, oh, man. Oh, yeah, dude, get the camera crews. Oh, yeah, there were camera crews, which – what a surprise. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not really shocked <laughs> at this point. I understand that like people are going to record stuff. Ironically enough, and speaking of camera crews and people who I do like, I was set up next to uh, Jay, Mojo Sports LLC. I think his Instagram full handle is. Jay is a really cool guy. Like, I have not had a chance to, to have full conversations with Jay ever in the past. I mean, in passing, I know him. Um, he would go to Santiago's shop every now and again. I would see him there, which is funny because he wasn't uh sacramento but jay's a really cool guy like not even just like with a camera like he was just a nice person 
Um, and it was so funny that like three or four, even five separate times, like little kids who like subscribed to him on YouTube or whatever were like, Hey, you know, where's Jay? Like, guys, I'm not his secretary. I think he's walking the show. <laughs> He'll be back soon. But it was, he was super nice. Like he was very like giving up his time. And, and that was a really cool thing I got to see. Um, I think him above any of the other content creators out there, like really seems to actually be like more for the next generation of kids. And that was, that was really nice to see uh, in person. So that's the yeah, only, so, nice, yeah, only nice thing I can say there. So you were saying like you'd constantly give Dallas like a B plus, A minus. Is there anything you think that would like take it over the top or no? Um, I mean, listen, the thing about these shows in general is like nothing's ever going to be an A plus. In my opinion, nothing's ever perfect. And you have to just set like realistic boundaries on like what you can do. Um, for me, and ironically, we've talked about this in the last couple of podcasts, like I was trying to do my taxes for fucking ever. I finally got them done and I paid a ton of fucking money to the government, which sucks. So I wasn't buying at the show. I probably will not be buying at Chicago this week either. You know, it's, it's a, it's the success cost. I, I know that sucks, but dude, I, I paid more in taxes this year in, in 2022 than I brought home at my job in 2017. Oh, wow. Like it's fucking crazy. Like hashtag thank you sports cards, but like unironically, but also hashtag I'm broke as fuck and I can't buy at the moment. So, you know, it's kind of a crazy uh, world we're in. So if I had the ability to buy at the show or add cash to deals, like it probably would have been a little bit better, but working with a limited budget, quote unquote, let's call it, or just like within my own parameters, I turned over a bunch of inventory. I sold a bunch, I traded a ton. And that's what I'm hoping to build on this Friday and Saturday and a little bit of Sunday in Chicago. Um, I did reach out to people who attended the Philly show and Nashville because there were three major shows going on this weekend or this past weekend, I should say. And they kind of had the same uh, trend. They said the shows were good. They said it was busy. Um, I don't really love the idea that three major shows were happening. Um, my rationale for going to Dallas, even though I live in New Jersey and I could have easily gone to Philly, was like no one's going to travel and fly to Philly for a show. And Nashville in the past has been hit or miss, and that's the nicest way I can say that. But Dallas, people were always going to travel to and like fly to and like have a good time. And you saw that. I really I didn't see a ton of content creators reaching out about Philly or Nashville. I know Santiago went because he's – like loves that show and he was doing stuff with like uh Tyrese Maxey or something like he kind of helps with the autographs or like at least he gets in there and like gets to talk to these guys which is really cool but even he didn't even text me about what the show was I think I had three or four people reach out after three or four hours of my post because I, I I had reached out on Instagram hey you know if you uh went to these shows like tell me only like three or four people texting me like that's kind of crazy so I don't know. From limited knowledge, it sounds like the shows were good, but Dallas reigns supreme uh, at this moment of time. Yeah, it doesn't really seem like they're ever going to adjust and start like communicating, so that's probably going to be a continuing theme, I would guess, going forward with those like three shows always being it's, simultaneous. Dude, it's, it's so stupid, and what's ironic, and I heard this from a friend, is that the Nashville showrunner directly has said he wants to compete heads up with Dallas. It's just Sir, you're like, going to lose that. Don't do it. Yeah. That's so dumb. Like, I think it's like the main reason that's never going to happen is there's just like this preconceived like notion that Dallas is just so much better. Like no one's going to 
willingly start going to Nashville over it if they prefer Dallas already, I would say. I mean, I will say this. I th- I think Nashville is a very fun city. I enjoy it a lot. It's a one-time thing. Uh, I've gone twice, and, I, and I've had a good twice time with thing. both. Well, t- the second time I went, um, I could have left Friday night had the deals been prearranged because I did two deals, two major deals with Mikey and Tyler Hot Corner, who I, I keep on referencing on this podcast, and Mikey, who I was set up with. But like if I those deals were prearranged <laughs> before I got on the plane, I would I could have just left like after two hours and, and had a good day. Like yeah, it's just crazy. <sighs> um, and what's also interesting is I don't believe there's a major show going on in April. I don't know if there's anything to travel to. I have nothing scheduled after this week until the national. Like I'm gonna go to Dallas in May and all the other stuff, and obviously Burbank in yeah. August. Or Atlanta or um, Anaheim, I should call it, whatever. But like, I have nothing planned in April. So, like, I don't know what the fuck these guys were thinking. Like, why did you put your shows yeah, they on the same moved a weekend? month back? Yeah. Or at least two back. or three weeks back. You know what I mean? At least Chicago. Yeah. I don't know what it would be competing with. I know there's a Minnesota show people are starting to talk about. And like, that could I be a thing eventually. That. Yeah. Like, fine. Denver is is now building up a show again. Like they just hired someone for marketing. That's the real crazy thing. And I have this noted too. Like these shows have to highlight the marketing. You have to make sure people are aware of what you're doing and why, because that's how you get these influencers there. Even if I don't like most of the fucking hobby goats and influencers and all this other bullshit, they do attract people to your shows. And you know what? you have the ability to grow something organically or by, you know, paying a sponsor to go and all this other good shit. You have to just accept that. Like, this is the reality of the game. It's not 1948 anymore. (laughs) You have to like adapt to the current trends and this current like generation of those who want to see something and need to be marketed to. And I don't know. Listen, like I, 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 I use Burbank as the example because they have crushed it in every single way. And I talked to EJ about this, who is like, I don't know what his exact title is for the Burbank show, showrunner, show director, whatever the exact title is. But EJ gets it. And guess what happened? Other shows are stealing his ideas. And they went from a small Holiday Inn type show originally to the Ontario Convention Center. It's now the Anaheim Convention Center in less than a year. Like, what the fuck? Why can't you do that, other showrunners? Why can't you build that brand? Well, you can, but you got to, like, put in the work. So, I mean, for, like, a card show, though, I think there definitely is, like, a limit of how much you can market it. But some of people course. Like, no, uh, Of course. We have to do something. Like, the Dallas yeah. Card Show, as much as I love that show, yeah. up until late last year or early last year, whatever, website looked like a piece of shit. Now it's actually better. Like, it yeah. used to be so bad, but it's like a start. They're they're at least try to. something. I yeah. know. Um, what's up with this fake currency? So, so Lane LJK cards brought up something interesting. Allegedly, uh, apparently, whatever you want to call it, someone had been given some fake cash at the Dallas show. Mm-hmm. It was a hundred bucks, twenty bucks, whatever. Dude, it would not shock me if every single person who's ever listened to this podcast and will ever listen to this podcast has gotten fake money at some point in time. You know, I it wouldn't shock me because this is a very cash oriented business. And is it really that fucking hard to slip in a couple of fake hundred bucks in like a wad of no. five grand, ten grand? I've, 
I've never seen anyone in a cash deal at a card show ever like check the hundred dollar bills. In my well, so life. what's interesting is that my dad collects coins and currency, and my uncle worked in the check cashing business. I have some idea of how to tell fake currency from real currency, and it comes down to touch. And I'm really? not that. Yeah, well, you, you can you can feel the paper, and it's not even technically paper; it's like linen cloth. Dollar bills are not like paper you would print like a shipping label on. It's it's a little bit of like a mixed um, compound equation. I don't know what you would want to call it. I don't know enough about it to speak as like an expert, but like by touch, they could tell what is real and fake. Um, and I have an idea, but once again, I'm not the expert um, on that. But even I could get fooled if you're if you do if you're handing out twenty thousand dollars in cash at a deal or ten thousand dollars in cash. Are you really yeah. gonna like feel like every single bill correctly and do that? Right. Like, there's a reason why at stores, if you pay with a fifty or hundred dollar bill, they like use that marker and right across it because they're checking it. We're not. Like, it really would not shock me if a lot more fake currency was out there at these shows that we just don't know of or don't yeah. report on because no one's gonna fucking ever check it. It's definitely something to think about. I mean, no one really thinks about that when they're like sitting at a table counting out like 10K no. and hundreds. Dude, but none of us think possible. I really don't think anyone talks about some of the stuff that we do, like security at shows, fake currency, like being critical of things. Um, and somebody even brought that up to me at the show. Um, I don't, I think his name was Kyle. I'm really sorry. I met you at Trainet. I was beat. I was really fucking tired. You're a very nice guy. It was nice meeting you. But you even said that to me. Like, I like how you guys talk about stuff because you're not just like fluffing up this industry. You're being actually critical. You're talking about things that others won't. I'm not fucking afraid to to stir the pot and call it how I see it. And and there are some things that we as a collective can, if not fix, then be aware of. And, and this is just one of those things that even Lane, I never thought about this. Lane brought it up and he made such a good point. It's scary. It is because you mean like it'd be like a twelve-year-old kid who sells a card for hundred bucks. He gets a fake hundred-dollar bill the dealer didn't know he had. Like he's shit out of luck. Yeah, he is. Um, and and you could theoretically be arrested for it. I mean, if you went to the bank and you deposited currency and you had one fake bill, they they wouldn't arrest you. But if you had five or yeah. ten, you would you would have a problem. I think the biggest issue is like there's no way to. I mean, there's probably a way, but there's no way to trace it back to where you got it at a show. I mean, no, you, you would never, you would five, never know. And 20 people, like, you don't know who you got it from. Yeah. You just so. claim negligence, and that's what you have to so. do. Yeah. That's it's just crazy. Thought. Um, What else is crazy is that it is amazing how, no, we're not, not, not yet. Okay. It's amazing how stupid some people like can like post things on Instagram. We'll talk about it later, but. You bring it's it up now. This, I, I thought about you when I wrote this up too. <laughs> oh my god! I don't. I'm not gonna like say anyone's name. No, don't anything, name drop. But... Don't do anything like that. We don't need a fight. But it, it is super funny. And the <laughs> example we can use is probe scene. That's not really name dropping because we have seen this numerous times. So if you ever go to eBay auctions, you look at probe scene or other content creators on Instagram or eBay or whatever. One thing that is super clear, sometimes. When a card is graded poorly, is they will say looks undergraded. It's fucking stupid. I'm sorry. It's so stupid. Now, okay, hear me out. There's a difference between like a PSA eight to nine, like you're saying, oh, maybe it should be a nine. Yep. There's a big difference between that and there being like a BGS seven that you say should be a gem because there's a six surface or something. Yep. Like there's a big difference there. 
Like, clearly yeah, no, it's not undergraded. There's something wrong with the card. Correct. But how dare you say that, Kai? You are obviously yeah. a hater, bro. Well, it's, it's like you're just trying to rip someone off. Like, no, it's not undergraded. Like, it's very clear. I don't know. No, listen, I think it's – I think part of it is there are certain people in sports cards who are just, like, gross people. Like, you, you can be kind of a scummy person regardless of what you do in your spare time or if this is your full-time job. But there are also those who are just kind of slimy. And I don't know. Just like how you can feel, like, the good energy that someone gives off at a show, someone like a Jay who, I, once again, I was really surprised by – you can see on the opposite end those who are truly in it for the money or are just like disgusting people in general. Where like if they weren't doing sports cards, they would be selling like used cars or fucking just something else kind of like questionable. I don't know. They they just give off like the wrong vibe, and I don't know. They're very much in it for the money, which you is can definitely money. you can definitely tell. Like there's also a difference between like doing it as a job and for the money slash like being scummy there's the difference yeah. there as well like, like our friend lucas like he does this too and he's a great person so yeah no lucas is I great mean, like a big difference there i i agree listen people who do this full-time i give a lot of credit to i couldn't fucking i don't want to ever do this full-time like it's just like this is a lot more fun when i'm able to like travel the country and make x amount of dollars in profit a week when i travel but i like i like to be home i like my girlfriend i like to be in my own space which is part of the reason why i don't do all the local shows here in new jersey there's probably one every single weekend 30 to 60 even 100 tables but like i don't want to fucking bother i like being off and i like being able to like enjoy my time i don't want to be hashtag grinding at these fucking shows like a bunch of dudes around like i like to be able to like just sit and do nothing if i want to yeah, like hashtag grinding, just arguing with people over like 20 bucks to make an extra like 10 bucks and stuff. It's just like ruins the entire thing. I know. And it's it's just so crazy. But listen, I, I, I give I give a lot of credit to those who are either shop runners or those who do make deals as your job. It's it's fucking crazy. Um I I try to work with them a little bit more. But it also comes down to the person. I don't know. You can kind of tell when people do it for their job, but like they're actually like honest and like good working versus like after material possessions, just want the fucking cash and like go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like I agree. It's just, it's just, you know, it is what it is. <sighs> but speaking of the hashtag grind and improving yourself, that's eh, no okay segue. Uh, Kai, tell me about what's on your mind uh pretty much the free agency the falcons have probably spent i think like 250 million dollars in the last like day which is pretty insane for us so who did you um, i know you signed heineke who i really love like that's such a good, good backup yeah. option slash like spot starter for you guys like i'm i'm a little jealous of him so we re-signed lindstrom our okay. left guard or right guard um 105 mil five years i think it's the record or current record for a guard. And then we re-signed a few special teamers. And then we signed Anyamata from the Saints, the DT. He's pretty Sick. good. He's like 29, 30. He'll start next to Grady Jarrett. And then we signed Jesse Bates, probably the best player I think on the Jesse whole market, Bates. honestly. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know who he signed with. I thought he had re-signed with yeah. the Bengals because Twitter we, was being no. weird. 
Yeah, we gave him like four sixty-ish, I think. So like fourteen, fifteen mil a year. And then we signed Heineke this morning when I woke up. Yep. That's a great signing, also. I agree. Cause the way I look at it is if Ritter is good, then we have a great backup in case he gets hurt. If Ritter's bad, we have a great guy who can come in, like maybe win a few games for us. If we're close to the playoffs, he could get us over the hump, maybe if Ritter's bad. So then if Ritter's bad, we also just have a guy who can come in, get rid of Ritter, draft a new guy next year. Like, well, that's I think they did a great job. That's the thing, too, about the Falcons and like what I thought was going to be the Texans last year. Like, if you have a decent backup or at least a quarterback who is going to their second year that you're not sure of, you fucking throw them into the fire and just see what sticks. Yep. And, you know, with Heineke, your floor is much higher because who was your backup last year? Was it, um, well, Mariota was the starter. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Was, I was trying to think of so Felipe Franks. I was thinking of Felipe him. Franks. That's who I was, oh, I was God, trying to no. get to. God, yeah. no. Dude, they converted him to like a tight end. I don't even what? know what they're doing. With I didn't him. know that. Yeah, he's probably going to get cut this year, but. I'm very happy with what we did because I think what it does now is it puts us into a, into a spot where we go out with our first couple of picks, draft a high-end receiver, draft a, maybe a D-end, and then we're in a spot where really all we need is a quarterback. And if Ritter is, like, the guy, then we're good. If he's not, then we but that's go the thing next too. year. That you now, if you, assuming you draft a wide receiver or, or trade back and get some more assets, whatever, yeah. you now can find out for sure if Ritter is the guy. You're setting him up to succeed or fail yeah. if he's, like, not that good. So yeah, cause we have I, a team in place now. Last year it was it was brutal, but yeah. Well, are you buying Ritter cards? You're gonna wait for it. Well, Prism comes out to well today as of when this episode goes live, but comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Are you gonna go after the Falcons and Breaks? Are you gonna wait for NT? Are you gonna buy any Ritter stuff or are you just like you don't really so care? I've been I've been stacking Ritter like on the low for the last couple of weeks. I was a little worried when the whole Lamar thing happened because I kind of stopped for like a week or two there. But since it came out, the news came out that we didn't want him. Um, his stuff's honestly lower than it was before. But the last week or so, it's been picking up steam because I think with the Heineke news, like people realize he's probably going to be our starter now, uh, Ritter. So yeah. I think he's getting a little more traction. So I might I'll probably buy like an NT or something, but we'll see. Let's see if I could snipe one at auction or something. Cause like once those good products come out, immaculate, flawless, NT, Prism, tomorrow, today, whatever you want to call it, like that's when I actually start to care. Dude, I have not given a single fuck about this draft class at all. There's nothing good was there. There's out. no reason to. Yeah. No. Yeah. And like once again, obviously Brock Purdy was the guy in the draft class and then he got hurt. But like you really I don't no one is talking about Kenny Pickett. Everyone's talking about Jordan Love, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, like these second or third year or even fourth year guys in some instances where they're starting to get the hobby love. And it's just so interesting to like, if you really believe in Kenny Pickett, you can get him for dirt cheap these days. But yeah. I, don't, I don't know who's no getting that. Yeah. I've not seen anyone talk about it other than Shovel, who is a Steelers fan. What do you think like a Pickett or – Howell or Ritter, like NTRPA does week one when they come How, out. Uh, Howell's going to be under a grand. I think that's a pretty safe thing to say because I'm not even sure he's going to be on the team next year. Oh, like, no, he's their starter. Who's the well, guy? Oh, I was thinking Matt Corral. They've come out, they've come out and like said he's their starter, but who knows? But yeah, Corral is the other guy. I had Corral mixed up with Howell. Because, Sorry, yeah, you're um, good. Whatever, like quarterback who didn't play this year or was hurt because I'm pretty sure Howell was out and the other guy wasn't. I don't know. The point is... Uh, commander's quarterback will probably actually suffer a good bit then, and then they'll realize he's bad. Uh, Malik Wallace is going to be <laughs> dirt fucking cheap. Like he might be. I'd just be I think he might get he might get cut in the near future. I, don't know. He's I mean, not he was a third round pick last year, fourth round pick. Like they don't have really any yeah. invested in him. He, yeah, 
Um, Purdy's going to sell super well, in my opinion. I forgot about Purdy. You know what's yeah. crazy about Purdy, though? Like, he probably wouldn't have even had NTRPAs if he didn't play. Yeah, he would have had contenders, autos, and, like, maybe some in prism, like, in select. Yeah. That might have been it. Because he would have been in the seventh-round quarterback who, like – Last player taken. Literally. Um, who else? Pickett. Nah, Pickett's going to sell pretty well because he's, like, the guy. Over under 2K. I'll say over 2K. For, like, a true NTRPA to 99, I'll say over 2K. But, like – the fact that you and I are struggling to even name player quarterbacks from this draft. What do you think about Ritter? Over under a thousand. Uh, I want to say for a true NTRP to ninety nine, first day they're going to be like a ton, but then you fast forward a month or two, they'll be under a grand. Which is when I will go buy one, or or I'll buy one if they're under a grand. Yeah. Yeah. Like fuck it. Like how much? How much lower can they really go at that point in time? You know what I mean? Like even if he sucks, yeah, and they suffer like four hundred bucks. Like, what if he's good and he goes out week one and throws two touchdowns and they win? You sell for twenty five hundred. Like, yeah. There anyway, and we've had this conversation. When when something is so far down, or you believe something is going to hit the ground, how much lower theoretically is it going to go? Like, I, I know we've talked about LeBron Chrome's in the past, or, or something that's like super liquid, like Fleur MJ's. How much lower theoretically will they go versus like their ceiling? Their floor is pretty low. There definitely is, awesome. is a difference between like those and like a prospect. I would say. I know that's that's the point I was trying to get to is like those players will have like a consistently like high floor, but low ceiling versus a prospect or a quarterback in this case where their floor, if it's at a grand, you can afford to lose a thousand dollars. The floor is like three four hundred bucks, assuming he's not out of the league and just ass like a Zach Wilson, but their ceiling is so much higher. In fact, I'm actually yeah. curious to see what Zach Wilson and NTRPAs go for. Oh, Kyle, what do you think? I'm going to see. A true? Uh, true NTRPA. I'm pulling up my screen now. Can I actually just show I'm going to guess. Can you pull up my screen, Kyle? Yeah, I got you. I'm going to guess. Um, don't do not do it yet. I'm going to guess. Not. Oh, you go first. You go first. I'm thinking. I'm going to say true RPA has sold for under 650 bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna say like 500, regardless of grade, like a raw copy or a nine or something. Let's I wouldn't see. be shocked if it was more though. Three grand for that one. That's funny. I might pull up car ladder worst case, but there's got to be one comp on here. Hey, there's one. Eight, five. Oh, oh this is a midnight though. That's Eight. a midnight. Honestly, that's probably similar to a true though. Did nine eighty three February fourteenth? I mean, it's a pretty car. It's a nice color. patch too. Dude, yeah. it's undergraded. The service is a 7.5. Oh, my God. We got to buy it and resell yeah, it. Dude, you never know. All right, I'll check card ladder. I'm just curious. Wow. I mean, even under 1,000, though, that card was, what, 10K going into the season? Dude, fucking, this is, once again, some people are so 8K, stupid. Something like that. I, I remember at the National, people were buying Zach Wilson. I'm like, really? I mean, it made sense at the time. Like, he was solid. They had a decent team around him, but, like, it just happens where they fall off like that. Okay, stars and stripes at fifteen ninety at auction to forty nine oh, to eleven hundred. Yeah, ninety nine just ninety twelve sixty. What the fuck? We're both wrong. All right, so I'm gonna say way I mean, over on my previous guesses. For well, the if did they sign someone as backup? Uh no, they lost Mike White to the Dolphins. So if they don't get Rodgers, I mean he's the quarterback, right? I literally think Jeff fans would jump off. No, I'm not that efficient. I'm not efficient. Jeff fans would be very upset if uh, if Zach Wilson was their quarterback. 
I mean, who else did they get? There's like not many people left. They can draft they, one. That's not going to be they someone will good. Fucking, they'll figure it out. I cannot imagine Zach Wilson starting week one for them, even if they lose they on Rodgers. You know, it'd be interesting. I see them going to trade for Trey Lance if they don't get Rodgers. Mm, I could see them going. Well, they, I could see them. I wanted them to get Jameis originally. If they couldn't get. He just resigned. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. If they could get Lamar or Rodgers, like Jameis with Elisa. They could get Lamar. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know who else quarterback wise would be available unless like there's you not go, many like guys. Like, unless you just go off the deep end, like the Rams give up on Stafford and like you get back picks to take him because like they could get a Baker. Yeah. Like there are some players that are interesting. I mean no home runs though. No, right. of course not. But then again, Zach Wilson was a complete fucking strikeout. Um, I don't know. There'll be something interesting here. I do think it's very likely that he goes to the Rogers goes to the Jets. Although before we started recording today, there was a report that you that you showed us um, that Rogers was taking a meeting with the Patriots, which would be so fucking funny that if he went to the Patriots, I would actually die of laughter and go buy that a would Rogers be insane. for just a masterclass in trolling. <sighs> But based on the prices we saw, which is fucking stupid on the Zach Wilson NTRPAs, uh, Ritter's going to be like two to three grand. Pickett's going to be three to five grand. Um, even Malik is we, probably going to be at these prices. This is so stupid. Like this a is decent this is trade so just dumb. happened. We have a decent trade right now. It just happened. Stephon Gilmore just got traded to the Cowboys. Oh shit! Oh fuck! That's not good. Damn it! Yeah. What? Wait, he was on the uh, Panthers, he was right? On the Colts. He was on the Colts. Really? Yep. My thing was he on the Panthers? Why am I thinking? Just twenty twenty-one. He was on the Panthers. Okay, well, what? Twenty twenty-one. Okay, that's why. That was all yeah. right here. Yeah, that's kind We're of. We're gonna have him in digs now. That's pretty nice. They traded Damn a it. fifth round pick for him. That's really great year last year too. That's pretty cheap. I mean, once again, that comes down to like paying veteran players and like him possibly falling off a cliff and how Belichick used to, you know, trade players a year before they were asked and then not, not a year after. So that's kind of crazy. That is. Yeah. Um, the Rogers time with the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. Dude. I, once again, I would love, love to see that happen. I would be really excited. What do you like do with Mac Jones though? Mac, fuck him. Like once again, like unfortunately, these hashtag investors have clouded like our our thoughts and like actual football. Mac Jones is just not that good. Like he's fine, but I would be really shocked if Mac Jones ever throws for like forty five hundred yards and thirty touchdowns. Like a top. Would you rather have him or Jordan Love? Um, I. Am I a new GM and like I have to just take one of these guys, or is it just? Like, I mean, you're the Packers guy, and you either get Jones back or like a second round pick or something. I think I'd rather have Jordan Love only because like he has been in that organization for so long. You have to fucking see what you have, and even if he's just not that good, at least you know. Versus like Matt Jones, who you know is like very average, like yeah. very mid. Like I, I don't like Matt Jones at all, and I don't like Daniel Jones at all. But I think Jones is like the far superior player. I honestly liked Bailey Zappi a decent bit. He was really good when he played for them. But like once again, it's just like both of those guys are very mid. But Bailey Zappi has he was like what sixth round pick, and Mac Jones was ten, give or take, or fifteen, yeah. whatever his pick was. Like I, I, I just don't think that he's anything special. 
like and people were spending a ton of money on those ntrps and i owned one or two mac jones cards ever i think i have a, a blue prism now because i got it for dirt cheap but i hope i can sell it so you know mac jones is really fucking good let me just pump them up until i saw that one card and then who cares hashtag everyone who's bump, pumping up jordan love right now those cards are gonna drop so much like by week five it'd be so funny when the pack he could up. play good though of course I, he could I, play I good I could see love being good, honestly. I don't love him or anything. You don't love love. Like, you don't like but, love is what you meant to say, or whatever. But uh I mean if they, they have a decent team, like of course, but like would it really shock you the Packers are one and four? No. No, exactly. It would shock me the Packers were four and one. It wouldn't shock me they were one and four. I'm I mean, I'm not hedging my bets because I don't own any Jordan Love, but I don't think he's worth nearly a quarter of what he's selling for. I just don't see it. I agree with that. Yeah. Like, I mean, but is are any of them worth a quarter of what they're selling for? I mean, once um, if I had to buy one player for the next ten years, that I just couldn't touch. It'd be Mahomes. Like at this point in time. Yeah, Mahomes yeah. or Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is getting up there. They have a really. But that's good exactly game. it. They play well. Like the funny thing too is like this is such a perfect time to like know what you have. And then sell accordingly. And the players who are not getting the hobby love, which is like Justin Justin Herbert's not getting a ton of hobby love compared to like the other guys. Um, Josh Allen's getting a lot of hobby hate. Burrow, like those are guys I would much rather buy than like a Field, a Lawrence, a Matt Jones, a Jordan Love. Like at least those three quarterbacks I named are at a minimum top ten to twelve quarterbacks versus like guys who could be anything. They could be a top twelve quarterback. But they're not right now. Yeah. Yeah. Just wild. All right. Speaking of other crapshoots and dart throws, how about the NCAA tournament? <laughs> We're not going to talk through uh, NBA this week, mostly because, frankly, I don't fucking care right now. The Nets are just very mid. But it's a crapshoot right now. Yeah, total crapshoot, just like the NCAA tournament. Um, what I do have is my bracket. Now, let me preface this accordingly. Oh god, I can hear myself. Um, no, I, I was checking not uh, Adam Schefter. Sorry. Anything about Schefter that's like good before we get into this? No, no, just Gilmore. Okay, fine. So, I do not watch college basketball at all. I literally just looked at my screen and chose teams. Uh, I really thought UMBC, that like uh, Baltimore Golden Retriever dog team. Uh, beating Virginia was like last year or two years ago. Kai, that was 2018. I do not. Yeah, that was that was DeAndre Hunter before the year he went because he was hurt that year in the tournament. Who did he play for? He's on Virginia. They, oh, he was, he was out for that game. He was their best okay. player. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, so with that being said, I do have my bracket, but I'm going to tell you in a summary what I have. Uh, I have Alabama, Duke, Texas, and UCLA with the number five seed Duke winning it all. Why? I don't fucking know. I don't care. I I do not care about March Madness at all. Like, this is my so bracket. You Duke winning the whole tournament? Fuck it. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't care. That's why. Okay. I, did, I did it for the content, baby. Just like how I said the Celtics wouldn't win. Scroll down a little bit. Yeah. Just like how I said the Celtics would be bad. Because fuck it. It doesn't matter. Like. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. If I'm right, if I'm right, first off, Warren Buffett has to be a billion dollars. Like he said that. So, for me, I usually only watch FSU basketball, and we were actually dog shit this year. So I don't have a great understanding, but I have a, 
I have um, Alabama. I have three number one seeds, which is you can kind of say it's like stupid, but I've got Alabama, Purdue, Houston. And I have Gonzaga from the West, I think. Yeah. And then I have Alabama over Gonzaga in the championship. Pretty funny. I mean, once again, like people get really into this for like a week or two. I just don't, I don't care. Like, I don't really love college sports anyway, maybe because I went to a college that didn't have it. I, I loved Rutgers growing up. It was like, you know, an eight to 15 year old. It was amazing. And they were like, good. Um, but I just, I don't care. Like this isn't, it's not that fun to me. Yeah. And- I, I mean, some of the round of 64 games can be crazy electric though. With like the upsets. Who, who was the coach last year that like, I don't know if it was Old Dominion or, or St. I think it was St. John's, actually. Maybe that's why I'm getting it all mixed up. Did St. John's do something good last year? Do you know um, about basketball? The, the team that went to, like, the Elite Eight, I think. Yeah. Right? They had that one white dude, Edmund, or something. Is that them? Mm-hmm. They have blue jerseys, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, they did really good last year. They, they beat a... They had a couple of really big upsets. I think they beat Kentucky or Duke or something. You're asking the wrong the person. Oh, St. Peter. Uh, I was yeah. kind of right. Yeah, this was last year. Oh, ad blocker. Oh, oh. That's my oh you're dick. killing I'm us gonna here. here. I'm going to go this way. What? Pause uh, yeah, they, they had a really good run last year. Oh, this is that. This is this year's. I don't care. You're, it's okay. You're trying really hard. I know. I'm going to just. I'm going to just stop. Let's remove that. Are uh, they the in the pool- tournament this year? I don't think so. I think they just like really over um, achieved. Uh, the reason why, I, okay, I know why I remember this. The reason why I know who St. Peter's even is, is because their head coach went to see, it became the coach of Scene Hall, which yep. is where my girlfriend's uh, dad and brother went to. That's the only reason why I know anything about this, which is super yeah. fun. I don't care. <laughs> like, that's cool. Good for them. I think it's something people just throw on kind of during the week when it's on. I mean, no one really. I mean, unless you have a team in it, I don't think you really are like, oh, my God, I can't wait to watch this game. Some people get really into it, though. Just like uh, – I mean, I've, I've not watched a World Baseball Classic either because I was busy, but like that seems oh, – I've like been actually watching cool. that. I will say uh, – well, I guess we got to talk about this. One thing that's really cool was the – I don't remember what country he's from. The 21-year-old who struck out Juan Soto – Devers and oh, someone yeah. else, Machado, I think, and like got an MLB, got a contract. It was, in the Tigers. Yeah, that was, I thought it was the yeah, Tigers, right? Yeah, it wasn't Tigers. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, I don't know where he's from, like not Panama, one of those. Ah, oh, yeah, companies. I was just looking at that earlier. Yeah, the point cool. is, 21 year old kid strikes out three MLB Hall, like Hall Famers, three MLB All Stars and gets a contract, which is just, dude, that's fucking cool. That's so nice. I like when sports do like moments like that. The USA is kind of on the brink of uh, not making it to the next round. I know. They have to beat uh, – oh, my God. What country? I don't know. I think they play um, – who do they play tonight or tomorrow? I think they play Colombia maybe. Oh, it's – I don't I don't remember. They play. They have an off day today though, I think. Let us see who they are playing. Dot, dot, dot. It is going to be – that's today. It's Canada versus Colombia, and then tomorrow – USA versus Columbia at 10 p.m. Yeah, so I think they need to win that. And then I think it's also possible there's three teams that are three and one, but I could be wrong, so we'll see. I I might tune in. I mean, it depends. Yeah, it's a really big game. I feel like it'll I be know. exciting. Listen, I'm, I'm all about it, but 
I'm ready for baseball. I'm ready. I'm ready for real baseball season to come. So am I. I think this ends like right before MLB starts. It ends on. It's like coincides with the end. The twenty first. So it's like two more weeks until like the regular yeah. season after that. Pretty crazy. Like we're at spring again. Yep. Uh, what else? Um, the Giants in free agency because we had NFL here. Bobby Okariki and Darren Waller trade, which is just fucking crazy. What do you think about Waller? I think the Giants window is now. Um, I don't see how you can pay Saquon Barkley a long-term contract. He might end up getting franchise tagged twice. So if you're looking at this like a two-year window with Jones at $40 million and Saquon at $10 million this year and $15, 20000000 million next year, and he plays. First off, Saquon playing would be very interesting under the the franchise tag. I don't know if it happens, but I would I would like to imagine it does. Um, you have a very open, you have a very tight window to like actually do something with this core team because, dude, I would look to trade Saquon if he doesn't want to play under the franchise tag. I think you have to trade him. But assuming that he does come back, these are the moves you have to make. This is like a win now moment, and if it just crashes and burns it's all dave gettleman's fault because he put these pieces together and you just ride it out and then you give you know uh joe shlom and brian dables whatever they want so it's i don't i don't know it's tough we're almost you guys have to pay dexter lawrence too next year right yeah you have to pay a bunch of different people the good thing a lot of money yep it's it's i mean once again this is the Giants are kind of in no man's land because they overachieved last year significantly. Um, I think their ceiling is like twelve and five. Like if everything goes right, their ceiling is twelve and five. Where were you last year? Like eleven and six? I think they were ten and seven. Hang on. I'll tell you in two seconds, but like they definitely overachieved because also they won a playoff game, which was awesome. But like they shouldn't have even been there. And I think you saw when they played the Eagles for the third time. Uh, they went 9-7-1. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was at the time. Oh, okay. They played the Commanders in a tie. That was fucking so stupid. So, yeah, their ceiling is 12-5. and five. I think their floor is like 5-12. and 12. Like, Yeah. They're, they are, they're kind of in no man's land. Um, they really – dude, they gave them more points than they uh, – scored last year by six they gave up that's absurd no 375 points allowed to 365 points scored and like the eagles and cowboys scored 100 points more than them it's not 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 a very good team like it's just not so speaking of uh no man's land what's going on with lamar I don't listen. I could very easily see lamar going back to the ravens i think this is just a good negotiating tactics by them and he was he was tweeting some shit earlier today. Like he was saying I how saw that. Yeah. don't believe what the media says, like don't trust them. Like, you know, I got offered three years, 135 million, all guaranteed. I turned that shit down. I don't know, man. Listen. I I would have an agent if I was ever a professional athlete, but then again, if I was a professional athlete, I wouldn't sign shit. I would I would never sign with Tops or Panini, depending on what sport I was doing. I wouldn't. I would be dude, I would sign with like upper deck and I would see me sign like 20 products a year. Like 20 total items a year. Yeah. I feel, dude, I feel bad for some of these people. You ever see the pictures of like what these it's guys are like? Crazy. Signing? I'm so, all their hands don't kill them afterward. 
Dude, that's why like Luca probably got his mom to sign some shit. He was probably over it. I don't I don't blame them. I blame the the companies. Panini Tops Upper Deck, I'm sure, is fine because they signed nothing. Fucking Leaf. Dude, Leaf, uh Leaf, I bought some pickleball cards because my friend told me to. You for bought 30, them for 30 bucks? Fuck it. Like the again, like person that came out or like one of the new ones? The the one that just went off like yesterday. I bought oh. four. Because like, oh yeah, let's hashtag also pump some pickleball, by the way. Um but like how much lower can those really get? Twenty bucks, fifteen bucks? Does it matter? Well, I mean, I the first one that came out was like I guess like the goat girl of pickleball, like herself for like four hundred bucks now. But I don't well, think these new people are as good, but still. Well, that's exactly I fuck it, I'm not taking this call on the podcast. Um, that's the crazy thing too, it's just like I don't I don't know. Like it's not gonna drop much, so I'll put it in, in the eBay and see what happens in two months. Yeah, just, I don't know. I just I don't know. <laughs> For me to like buy something like that, I feel like I need to at least like watch a pickleball game. Nope. I don't know. I think pickleball is tiny tennis, but I'm not sure. It literally is tiny. Oh, that's cool. All right. What's the game with the um with the birdie? That's kind of like tennis. What? Oh my god! All right, hang on. Oh, what racquetball? Is, maybe racquetball. Hang on. Wait, what are you talking about? There's oh, like a, the oh, um, racquetball is like in a little like closed in like area. No, it's not uh, racquetball. That, so that's it's, badminton. It's like, badminton. Badminton. Thank you. Yeah. yeah I want to go hashtag. This turned into a badminton podcast. Yeah, I mean, listen, we are the number one source of pa- badminton. Badminton. Fuck it. You know, I don't even care. That's my Should you be investing if you can't even say the name of the sport? Nope. Do you think a lot of you ever see breakers try to uh pronounce oh, don't, don't even get me started on that? Those yeah, are please some get started. Things to watch people that can how are you allowed to break if you can't even pronounce like simple names? That just shouldn't be allowed. I want to think I'm not a breaker, I can't say normal names in general, but like people, these companies have like guys and girls out there like stuttering over the most common football players names like it's kind of absurd you would think they would put them through some sort of like quiz to have them break or you know know. once again i would listen to that's my trick whenever i have to read something that i'm not sure how to i will go fucking google it like listen to how google says it or youtube if it's a player like there are highlights of oh my god i don't even that's a good example maybe bobby okariki is an okay example because like that's kind of a weird last name okaraki you could fucking say wrong i would just go some like pat mcafee talk about him and say he was a future hall of famer if i really need to know how to say a guy's name i don't know it should be like the bare minimum like level for a breaker to be able to pronounce names correctly i feel like i don't know i think you're asking too much of people kai how dare you i guess so yeah i don't know also i think we said this but aaron Rodgers holding jets hostage um he wants like the gang back together and also obj Dude, I fuck. I really, I really, really hope that by the time this podcast comes out, that Rogers is like flying to New England and like. I'll get another Twitter check real quick. I would laugh so fucking. Hard. I would buy. Oh, I would buy a Packers jersey, a, a Rogers Patriots jersey immediately just for the. Show. Um. So Rogers, uh, thirty seconds ago, will be going on the Pat McAfee show tomorrow at one p.m. Uh, unofficially considered to be when he announces his decision. Retire, retire, Patriots, retire. Do something. That would be electric. Another update. Uh, not too crazy, but Bradbury's going back to the Eagles. Three years, thirty-eight mil. That's not shocking. Yeah, he's really good. I, I'm shocked the Giants uh, eh, cut him last year. No, he's good. He's good. He's okay. 
Ex- they got helped a lot by Slay in their pass rush. But I mean, they sense they're bringing him back okay. then. Yeah, they're trying to trade Slay though, aren't they? He wants more money or something. I think they said he's he's um, requesting a trade, or they're gonna grab a trade. Also, Austin Eckler uh, requested a trade. I'm dude. I'm fucking. I'm excited for when we get to like football season. Like we're doing fantasy football stuff again. Oh, baseball is so fun. Fan, favorite time of the year. I just can't get into ba- uh, fantasy baseball. It's too boring. See, I, I want to, but no one will do a league. I'm trying to get a league together. But... <laughs> it's kind of boring. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's. I want to do a dynasty league. That's the issue. I did one last year, and I'm like, oh, I'm drafting Bowman Chrome. I literally drafted a Bowman Chrome. That's sick, man. though. I drafted like I, Julio Rodriguez like four years ago, and now he's like a top ten player. You're like, come on, that's insane. You'd have to do with like it have to be either sold to early people or like people that we actually all knew. But sold to early doesn't really care about baseball. Yeah, you got to be like committed to it for like yeah. three or four years at least. It's tough. Like that's yeah. when you have to like know everyone as like a friend or like is really into the baseball stuff. Like I was in one and I kind of knew Matt was in it. Uh, but I just kind of got bored. It wasn't that fun. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It's difficult. At least we have uh, football covered, but so totally we can sell heavily basketball, which makes sense. I think basketball just like it's just a better market for that type of stuff. I've been really into baseball cards lately. I don't know, just me. I'm just kind of going after whatever. NFL, it's tough, dude. I, I moved to UFC like today. Dude, I popped the most random card on PWCC on Sunday. I bought a Brandon Crawford rookie elite auto out of like twenty. That's oh, actually, hey, good job bringing a PWTC. The premier auction is ending. Um, oh, I meant to ask you about your ball. I forgot. Yeah, so I'll pull up PWCC and we'll take a look now, and then we can wrap up the episode. Um, I will pull premier and we'll take a quick look. Last time I checked, the ball, the Babe Ruth Lou Gehrig dual autograph was at 10K. Here's the premier auction. It ends in two days. So Thursday, this will come out Wednesday. The ball is on page one to the very bottom. Here it is at 10K. So right now, seller net, I think I got like 12, maybe like 11. I'm not exactly sure. Well, tw- 12's full with virus premiums. How much of virus premium are you getting? I think I get most of it. I'm not really sure. You know, I don't really care because like at this point now, I profited on the item and it, it'll go up. I, I really expect this ball to end at I like- do, yeah. 15 to 25k because in the last day anyways and people are going to actually start bidding so yeah it's kind of wild like looking at the rest of this auction too a lot of like magic the gathering Yu-Gi-Oh. that's a that's a really cool that's first edition blue last white dragon set mike tyson's punch out like what the fuck is this is that a video game yeah hang on let me get larger for you guys you can actually see better thank you i really appreciate that Make it, there you go. That's a lot better. Um, going to the top. So this is cool. Do you know anything about the Black Locust card or no? I mean, I've heard of the Black Locust. I don't know shit about Magic the Gathering, though. Yeah. I know it's the best card, right? That's literally the best card. It looks like it's signed by either the creator or something like that. Yeah, it's signed on, oh, it's signed on case. Okay, so it's not even signed on the card. That's still really cool. Curry NTRPA gold. God, those have come down so much. They those have, Curry's. dude. Holy I think they were quote. Were they at like 500k at a moment in time? Yeah, they were a lot. I think there was one that did like 700, like That's a gem. I could be wrong though. That LeBron is nuts. That nine five. Like yeah, I'd buy this. I'd buy this way over any of these cards here. Keep scrolling. 
that's cool. The trout or the, the trout. That, was oh, uh, the trout is like pristine MJ's on Instagram. I think he's a really cool dude. I've never. I don't uh, know if I met him. I mean, I never met him, but we've done some deals like on eBay and Instagram and stuff. He's really nice. He's bought off me before. Uh, he has bought off. Yeah. me. he's nice. I do know that trout is the only black label chrome auto he has. I believe. Correct. Was oh, speaking of black label, my judge uh, moved at Dallas. Very cool. Chrome refractor. Did you get what you wanted out of it? I got six K out of it. I had sticker at seventy five. It was fine. Like I tried to move on. This card I've seen on Instagram a ton. This LeBron James colossal logo man. Someone yeah. owns this. I'm not sure if it's this exact card. I mean, I've there's also like twenty LeBron logo mans I've seen all over. Like, fair enough. I'll give you that. Still, yeah. PSA ten MJ fucking shocker, dude. It's not, it's number nine in this auction. Like my god. That's too world. funny. I know. Uh, beautiful mantle, pretty good centering. More Magic the Gathering, just crazy. One of one Jackson Holiday. PSA 10. Dude, pretty ballsy to go after this now. Before he even has like a professional at bat. Yeah. Giannis that, wasn't that Giannis like someone's that we knew? I swear. Could have been could have been 80s. Like, it's very possible. Yeah. Like, we have, that's, could have been fucking fries for all you know. Like, it's so crazy yeah. that like, a lot of these cards have passed through dealers at one point in time, like either we know of or have heard of. Even my Josh Allen Gold Meeks owned uh, last year at, at the National. Like these cards finally move through dealers. I didn't know there were Magic the Gathering cards from 1993. That's when it uh, started. Okay, that makes a lot of sense then. Yeah, Tyson punch out the ball. That Yu-Gi-Oh set's dope. I love Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh, dude, I, I I studied up on Yu-Gi-Oh for a while, thinking it was gonna actually get like larger, and it, it hasn't because Yu-Gi-Oh is super fucking confusing. It's so bad. This is dope. The Brady game used. I love that sixteen um set with the veteran autos and it's like the looks nice. Yeah, dude, it's, it's undergraded so nice. Kai. It's only a nine set. It's only a seven surface. It's got to be undergraded. Yeah, hashtag undergraded. They missed something on that surface for sure. Curry, I think. Oh, uh, wait, is that is that on card or sticker? It's hard to tell. It's a sticker. That's so fucking stupid. What a shame. Yeah, I mean, listen, this auction is loaded. That's kind of cool. Hold on, match worn jersey. That's Shay. That's that Shay is cool. One fifty. Oh my god, what a time to sell that's that. A, Good shit. That's his best card. I mean, yeah. It's his, do you think this is better than Prison Black? I yeah. agree, it is. But like, how much yeah. better do you think I, it is? Oh, I'd. Uh, I mean. Probably like 1.5 times better. I mean, I I'm not say. sure if I, I'm not sure if prices agree, but I, I would agree this is better. It's a weird well, SGC card, though. What did that Luca go for? The Luca four? I, the, I, don't know. The, I think it, yeah, something like that. That black Jordan Lucas. seems cheap as fuck. I think I've seen that card like ten times though. Another black locust in the same set, MJ. I would, I would love to go get a Umbra logo MJ. I just can't. I That's can't. That's a beautiful swing. patch. I can't swing it right now. That's the issue. I would love to go get some another one. See, would you would you rather have that one or the one above it? I'd rather have the one above it. I'd rather have the one above it too. I think the patch is just nicer. Like I get that this is a better grade. Oh, uh, that auto's well, the other one's pretty. No, the other one's undergraded. <laughs> that auto is not the best on the seven on the uh BGS8. I can't really, yeah. It's really hard to tell. Um, anything else I really want to show through the loads? We can look. 
that's kind of cool. The Luca, that's pretty dope. The LeBron and MJ. We're just, for anyone who's listening to the podcast, we're just looking at PWCC. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, oh fucking raw. Kevin Good Durant. Lord, that garbage pail kid. Oh my god, I did not know those sold for that. I, I, you're asking the wrong person. I, someone actually asked me about garbage pail kids at the show, and I just like what. I mean, people collect That's anything. This is so much magic with the gathering. My God. Like, what? I never, yeah. Usually, when I scroll through PWCC, I always just check, like, what sports I want to look at. So, I usually don't see any of these, but that's crazy. There's a third Black Locust, another liberal, another NJ Limited logo. Like, that's, yeah. Just kind of wild. There's, like, none of these cards. Okay. None of these cards are actually rare, quote unquote. They're just expensive, quote unquote. Like, that flawless case kind of seems really cheap i could be wrong here 2012 would be well it also doesn't say it's the sp- first year flawless what well, also doesn't say what sport it is so hang on what well sport? it's basketball there was no football okay yeah thank you so 2012 would yeah. be uh da, 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 dane bradley beal oh would this be um hang on yeah philosophy kyrie, kyrie, classic, clay. kyrie clay okay yeah ad yeah that's actually really dope then hang on Plus, I it forgot. has like, yeah, it has like. I all forgot that they had the year. um the lockout the double so. class, yeah. Could you dude, could you imagine a lockout now for any of these, these sports? I mean, almost was one in baseball. I mean, there actually was one right for a couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, because of COVID, yeah, it was a sixty game season. But yeah, I mean, what what can I say? This auction looks absolutely loaded as it should be, but I'm not gonna Did go bid on, bid on premiere. No, I don't do you ever. Do you bid on like weekly or anything on PWCC? It's our chat. What's up? Do you ever bid on PWCC at all? I bid on anything. I mean, once again, like I think I'm the tier below like the people who can bid on this type of stuff. Not to say that anyone can't bid on this stuff, but I'm sorry, I don't really have twenty four thousand dollars plus twenty percent to go bid on a Tom Brady. You can afford that, Judge. Come on. Fuck you. I'm I'm done with my judges. Like I'm okay with moving off from that. Um hey, tra- you want to go buy another Trey Young in TRPA? You know what's crazy? I don't, I, those actually haven't dropped that much considering how like that'll probably end around like 25k, I would guess. But like here's the thing too is the Trey Young's market is probably the worst out of any basketball player at this moment in time. So much of his stuff is shilled to the point where like yeah. I I would not touch a Trey Young card no matter what. I haven't bought a Trey Young card in like two years, I think. Yeah, it's really it's, it's, it's really, impossible to sell it. Yeah, dude. I so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull off the the screen share because like we're, we're basically done okay. with this. Um, I had a hoop signature Trey Young at the show, stickered at seven fifty. The last sale, Kai, get was twelve hundred bucks. So completely shilled that like we all knew it was fucking fake, and I did move it to Hit Parade at six hundred dollars. I'm like, thank God. Because <laughs> I just want to be yeah. done with it. Three Packers, probably the only people that would buy Trey. No one bought him. The fucking hit parade did. I guess they might be doing a repack, but like, it's just like, what do you do? It's so difficult to tell what his market is anymore. It is kind of nice, though, on some of the lower end, like cool Prism Trey stuff. No one bids on it just because of that. So I've been getting some cheaper, like cheap Trey Young stuff. I don't really buy any autos or anything, though. <laughs> He has to get out of Atlanta. Like, I know that he's starting to have a riff with him. Okay. Like, he has to. He, uh, listen, there's been some talk about him having a No one – it's not going to – like, that's not going to change his, people shilling his cards. 
it, it will if he ends up on like a team. If he ends up on the Knicks, could you imagine him going to the Knicks now? I mean, they just signed Brunson. It's not going to happen. I know, but I'm just saying. That'd be I, the I, worst I defensive backcourt in like NBA history. <laughs> Every game would end like 145 to 140, yeah. which would be fun. Not for them. Not for them. You're right. All right. Anything else we want to touch on? We kind of went a little out of order with our notes. Like once again, this is just like a better version of of how we do things. Uh, I'm good. Like I think we got everything covered. I think I'm good as well. Um, we might have a guest next week. Yes, we are coordinating schedules with uh, our friend. We did mention this, and we mentioned this at the end of last podcast. One of the up and coming consignment services on Instagram and probably Facebook and eBay and all the other good stuff. A friend of the podcast who we will not name drop just yet, making sure we have our schedules all aligned. And whether it's this episode coming up or next week, we're really excited to have this person on and and get more guests on as we want to. Like we 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 only want quality people and Mikey. So <laughs> he'll never hear that. Or if someone sends it to him, please just, you know, or or Kai, clip that and just send it to him. Um will. We, we want to have quality people. We're excited to, you know, get these awesome collectors and friends on and and that's it like we're just excited for what's coming next so yeah i think it's gonna be cool to hear about like different things than what we focus on like the consignment aspect like if you get your friend on that talks about like running a show like stuff like that'll be cool to talk about well that's it that's all i want to do i want to have a cool podcast i don't need it to be uh hype beast in ink which is also a decent name um but i want it to be just like a cool experience and if one person learns something new every episode from us i call that a success yeah couldn't agree more but i'm good if you're good yes sir let's wrap it up thank you guys for watching or listening if you made it this far uh next week as we mentioned hopefully one of the largest consignment services on instagram so thank you guys all right see you guys